0: Welcome to the GARCast with Cindy Baer, partner with GAR Associates, now celebrating 60 years of providing local governments with unparalleled real estate appraisal consulting. Cindy has been supporting towns and cities across New York State for more than 30 years. The GARCast provides New York property owners with important information about the real property assessment process. And now, here's Cindy.
1: Welcome to the Town of Arcadia first podcast. We're gonna be doing a series of these podcasts with the assessor from the Town of Arcadia, Paul Smith. Paul's been in the assessment field for over 26 years and he's been an assessor for 24 years. He is also the past president of the New York State Assessors Association. Paul, welcome. Um, The Town of Arcadia adopted a resolution to perform a town-wide reassessment project And I'd like to just talk to you a little bit about the details of the project, important dates to remember, why the town decided at this time to do the the project. So we'll be going over a lot of important information for our listeners. The town updated property assessments in 2006, and they went to 100% full market value. And it looks like they maintained that full value through 2013. Since 2013, there didn't seem to be any formal reassessment process that had been completed. The current equalization rate, correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, but is um, 69%, is that correct?
0: That is correct.
1: Okay. This means that on average properties in the town are estimated to be valued at 69% of their full market value. So this means a house assessed at $100,000 has an assessed estimated full market value of $145,000. Paul, can you give our listeners a little information on how the equalization rate is determined and why it is necessary?
0: Sure, i uh, try to keep it as brief as possible. In general, the equalization rate is basically just, the, it's the state of New York stating the difference between what they deem the market value of the town to be in comparison to what this, the town is stating as the assessed value of each property. In general, they take, You know, usually it's a year's worth of sales that have occurred and compare the assessments to the actual sales prices and come up with their determination of what the market actually is for those properties. And the difference is the equalization rate. Now, obviously, it's not just sales of residential houses. It's vacant land. It's commercial. It's utilities. And through all of that analysis, they come up with a number. Uh, that they feel you're assessing at as compared to the market value.
1: Now, why do they have to do that?
0: One of the primary reasons is because there are different. You know, some municipalities have more than one school district, and they have to apportion those taxes for the residents in that in that municipality uh, or in that school district in multiple municipalities. They have to determine the rate for each. It also applies to as far as the STAR exemption goes. That is, didn't the, the increase the yearly increase comes from the equalization rate change. There are other uses for the equalization rate. They use it for uh, sales tax distribution. In some places they use it to apportion uh, the rate for a special district that may cross municipal boundaries, like a countywide uh, sewer or whatever it may be. They use it for a lot of things, but primarily what it's initially used for is uh, state aid for school districts.
1: And it's unfortunate, but, you know, in New York State, they have to determine the equalization rate because there is no set legal cycle for reassessments where it's mandated every five years. And like in other states like Connecticut, Massachusetts, and and just as you said, if there's school districts that are shared or county apportionment, you have to bring every property up to some level of standard and that being full value in order to levy those um, those budgets and taxes. There's a major myth and misunderstanding with a reassessment project that taxes will go up for all property owners when you do a reassessment. Can you explain what you know, why people believe this and what really actually happens?
0: Well, unfortunately, I think most people believe it because from their experience, it's true. But the reality of it is it's not the way the system is supposed to work. Obviously, if somebody's been under assessed for a long period of time, there's a good chance that their assessment is going to go up. It's not necessarily going to affect their taxes in the same way. But because obviously, you know, here in the town, you have the school, you have you have your school bill, you have your town and county bill, and some residents live in the village have a village bill. And all of those entities, taxing entities, set their own rate. So if they're budgeting and their budget doesn't go up from one year to the next, but the role increases in value, it should, in theory, keep the taxes the same or lower them townwide. And then obviously it would affect each individual, depending on whether they went up, down, or stayed the same. That's in an ideal, perfect world. Does it happen? Um, we like to think it will, but obviously you know, there are circumstances and situations where it hasn't, but... That's hopefully the goal here is to bring the level of assessment up to 100% so that the taxing entities know exactly what they're dealing with and they can budget appropriately. appropriately.
1: Yeah, I think the two, the tax cap has helped somewhat. I mean, years ago, before there was the tax cap, school districts uh, used to, um, you know, their budgets would increase quite substantially, especially during a reassessment. And, and since I've been doing this um, and the tax cap has been in place, They've only been able to go up, you know, two or 3% unless it was voted, you know, to, to go up more. Um, also, the municipalities in most circumstances in the year of a reassessment, they try and hold the line on that budget as best as they can. So I think what people just automatically think that everyone's taxes are going to go up. And and that's not true because there's only one pie. There's only one budget or levy for each you know, entity. And that's got to be collected whether you do a reassessment or not. But um, at least I believe that, you know, uh, the property owners can look at their value, make a determination if it's accurate, close to accurate. And that's probably the best that the municipality can do is to make sure it's fair and balanced.
0: That is true. That's 100 percent correct. You know, in my experience, I done this for a long time and doing some reeval. It has changed with the cap. I mean, uh, capital projects seem to be, ironically, they seem to always occur during a reval. So capital projects obviously are going to increase the budget by more than two or three percent. And it is predominantly usually the school district that has that happen. I haven't seen a town or county rate increase during a reval in my experience. So yeah, I mean, like I said, the goal here is hopefully to keep everything, as you stated, on a level playing field so everybody can take a look at it and make a judgment as to whether or not they believe they're being assessed at their market value or not. And then hopefully their taxes aren't affected in a manner which they feel is unfair.
1: Correct. That's the goal. Yes. Why now? Why is the municipality, why is Arcadia decided to do this at this point?
0: Well, I I can't speak to the last 10 years I've been here since January, but I can tell you that they have been looking to do it for the last two or three. When I was interviewed, I was, it was made very clear that they would like to do one as soon as possible. And they were in the process of putting information together and getting the project ready even before I began. And I think the reason primarily is, as you can see, at 69%, you know, roughly eight years um, since it was at 100%, uh, nine years now. So it's dropped quite a bit. The market has changed. The houses, we have, we have an aging market, but we also have a new market, relatively new. We have a variety of things. We have a lot of com- we have commercial. We have a different makeup of property throughout, you know, the village and town. And I think because of that, uh, you see, I don't want to say a, a lack, but definitely not up to where we would like to see inventory and things of that nature regarding the valuation. So I I can see why there was concern, and I can see why they want why they want to change it and why they want to change it now. I think the easiest thing you know, to remember here is everybody has seen the sales and everybody has seen different things change around this area and in the town. And it's just, you know, 10 years is probably too long, but I think it's a good time to, you know, look at it and adjust it and try to make everything, you know, as equal as possible.
1: Right. We've get we been getting asked a lot about doing these types of projects in this quote-unquote inflated market. And, you know, I talk to real, real estate professionals all the time and, you know, New York, Western New York, upstate New York just doesn't see the highs and lows that maybe downstate, um, you know, other parts of the country see when the market reacts, you know, to rising interest rates, low inventory, you know, all of those things. We've kind of see a flattening. Have you been seeing that with sales coming in recently that, you know, necessarily isn't maybe at the same pace? it was the last year or two during covid but we're not seeing any reductions i mean it's the list price is you know maybe a few less bidding wars but the list price is still strong
0: absolutely i definitely haven't seen any slowing as far as there's fewer sales but the sales prices are basically performing where they were for the last year to year and a half i think i expected to see a little bit more of an accelerated reduction simply with interest rates going up i would have anticipated some of the sales prices dropping, but that has not happened yet. Fewer sales maybe, but definitely the market is performing where it has for the last year and a half to two years.
1: Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about the process a little bit in this project. This is a full comprehensive project. The um, the town's undertaking a um, obviously a, a data verification along with the valuation the project began this fall we're mailing a postcard this week the you know the, as we're taping this so uh, the property owners will receive an announcement that you know we're going to be collecting inventory taking photographs we're currently out there taking photographs and that'll go on till the spring probably of 23 and then residential property owners will see a data mail or survey, we call it, that they can actually verify what we have on file. And it's important, I think, and I think you'd agree, Paul, that people really take the time to look at those surveys if if there's something that they believe is inaccurate or in error, that they, you know, return that mailer um, and, and you know, let us know what the um, you know, the changes should be. The commercial property owners will be receiving a what's called an income and expense mailer. And can you kind of expand why that's an important mailer, Paul, for the commercial property owners?
0: I think both of those documents that we're going to be sending out are probably of equal importance simply because, you know, in my experience, it's it's a lot easier for us to rectify and come rectify any complaint you have or any discrepancy you feel is there before the values go out rather than after the values go out. So uh, with an income and expense, it's going to be a lot easier for us to come to an agreement and to establish a baseline if we have the correct information, if we're not just using what we think or what we know, we feel we know to be the market for rent for whatever you know whatever it is that we're discussing at the at the time if we have actuals we can build a market based upon actual information we're all going to be better
1: off absolutely and then we'll move into valuation which will come the summer of uh 23 through the end of the year and the reason why we have to wait for the summer is valuation determinations are at a specific date in time, which is July 1st, that's a legal date. So we have to wait till we gather all the sales that occur through the end of June and we can utilize those sales in our valuation. The property owners will receive a new assessment in and around March 1st of 2024, and then we'll go into the informal review process. Can you talk about that process and how important that is to the to the overall project?
0: Sure. Well, you know, as you mentioned, we're going to be mailing out you know the postcard and the data collection, and, and the, the pictures are going to be taken, and then through that process, we will then once that's done, we will be sending out the de- the the notification to the property owners to look over what we have and let us know if there's anything they feel is wrong. And then that information will be reviewed and corrected. And then when the values come out, obviously at that point, the any questions that a taxpayer has will be will be addressed. And the informal process is exactly what it is. Come in, state your case ask questions even if you just need an explanation as to the process or how it was done i mean that's when that happens and it'll hopefully alleviate you know as many complaints as possible at that point so that one grievance day comes we don't have as many people asking the general questions we can be addressing the specific questions of valuation
1: we're also offering in this project the ability for property owners in that informal review period to Actually, submit electronically. They can do a, a, a telephone appointment and also they could mail in or drop off their reviews at, at your office as well. I think what we learned during COVID um, when we couldn't do anything face to face was it was more of a convenience for property owners. They had the ability, a couple different ways they could submit an informal review. And I think sometimes folks feel a little intimidated. It sounds so formal, but it's really not. As you said, it's is as it states, it's informal. I think it's really important that. The property owners understand that, you know, however they would wish to ask a question or, you know, submit additional information to have us take another look at the value, we're so open to that because, as you pointed out earlier, it's much easier to work one on one with the property owners throughout this process than to go to grievance day and have more of a formal process. So, after the informal process, property owners will have the formal grievance process, which this year it's on Wednesday, May 24th. So information about that will be on the website, but also included in uh, the mailings from informals, any changes from an informal review process. The rules final, July 1, new assessments are used for school taxes in September and county uh, and town taxes in January of 25 and village taxes in July of 25. So folks ask us all the time, well, when is this going to affect my taxes? And again, we'll have all the information on the website for, for property owners to refer to. What resources are available, Paul, for property owners and where can they get more information, not only about the town's project, but reassessment in general?
0: We are going to have as much information as we can on the website throughout this process, but they can also go to the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance website, which will basically answer the majority of the questions they have regarding the topics that we brushed over today, you know, anywhere from equalization rates to the whole process. I think they can probably find every answer they need on that website. Again, we plan on everything that we do from our calendar to what we've discussed today to everything going forward. We plan on having it updated on our website.
1: And, Paul, what is that website address?
0: TownArcadia.DigitalTowPath.org.
1: What should property owners know about, about the town assessment office, your staff, and what makes this project so important to the town and how your office can help residents through this process?
0: We're here To answer any questions that uh, taxpayers may have, if we're not physically here, we will get back to you You leave a voicemail. I am here three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 until 4. My clerk is here on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday from 9 until 4. We are intending to probably update that schedule a little bit based on need as we get forward into the project, depending on what the needs are and what... How this goes, we may look at additional staff. As far as why it's important, you know, again, I mean, most taxpayers when they when they come in, the first question they ask is about exemptions because they're concerned about their tax bill. That's just the nature of, you know, right now with the economy and the way everything is, everybody's concerned about if they're paying their fair share or if there's anything they they can do to, to maybe get a break. It's a lot easier to explain. To somebody if everybody's at 100% and the playing field is equal because the difficulty is explaining why an exemption went down when nothing else changed or why their tax bill went up when nothing else changed. So from that standpoint, it makes things a lot easier if we're, everybody's at 100% and everybody can see exactly what's in front of them and those conversations, they get easier. So that's that's the goal, obviously. Fairness, equity, and just understanding for the taxpayer. And hopefully, we achieve that.
1: Does the town have any plans for maintaining going forward, or going on the a cycle of any kind?
0: That has not been discussed at this point. Uh, that is my goal. I would I would assume that uh, that would be something that would be looked at. I don't know because of the fact that they've never done that uh, here, as far as to my knowledge, uh, that it's something that they haven't. Been exposed to yet. So I, I definitely think that's a conversation that will be held. I know that in talking to the board, you know, this was important and keeping values equal, equitable, and fair are is important. So I would say, even though there's been no definitive discussion on that, I think it will I think there will be in the future.
1: Any final thoughts for our listeners that you have?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do know that you know, from the few people that I've talked to, you know, that have been fearful, I guess, is the best way to describe it, that this day was coming. Um, I've been hearing it since I got here, uh, that people are nervous about, you know, what's going to happen. And as we discussed earlier, primarily because this market is different than any market we've seen. And, you know, I'm sure you've received this question, and I've received it quite a bit, is, well, if you raise us all based on this market, will you lower us if the market drops or whatever it may be? And of course, I mean, that if we continue forward with annual or an update schedule, yeah, that would be the goal. I mean, whether it goes up, stays the same, or goes down, you know, the adjustments will we'll be able to make those adjustments. And obviously, that would be the goal to achieve that on a yearly basis, if not at least, you know, a somewhat regular basis.
1: And I, I, I concur. And I've been doing this for 34 years. And, you know, I've been in projects where we've had to lower some folks and, um, you know, townwide. And it was it was not easy to explain because all the assessments were going down, the tax rate went up, and they thought they were going to get this big break because their values were dropping. I mean, as we right. said in the very beginning, the budget's the budget, the levy's the levy, and it has to be collected. So, Um, you know the property assessments are merely the vehicle to collect those and all we can do is make it fair so well paul i appreciate your time and um you know if anybody has any questions what is the phone number there at the town in the assessor's office
0: is area code
1: 315-331-3914 wonderful wonderful thanks so much paul and we'll be talking soon again
0: thank you You've been listening to the GARCast with Cindy Bear of GAR Associates, committed to a level of performance that enables our clients to meet the needs of their clients. For more information, visit GARappraisal.com. That's GARappraisal.com. And join Cindy Bear for the next edition of the GARCast.